everyone, welcome to your program Ways of Hate with Daniela, Andrea, Michelle and Angie. In this episode, we are going to talk about Anne book and the Second World War, but in a different perspective. As you all know, the diary of Anne Frank has made a unique impact on children and adults throughout the world. It connects the public with vulnerability, innocence and torment during the Holocaust. Anne Frank was not only a regular girl, she never wanted to be similar to other women. She wanted to be useful for the society. She wanted to go on living after her death, and she did it. Despite, she died when she was only 15 years old. Anne achieved her goals, and today we remember her as an important girl. And one of the most common questions about the Second World War is, how was this possible? Why an amount of people started to kill to others? Even 75 years later, the brutal statistics of World War II have the capacity to shock. More than 60 million dead, 6 million Jews and countless other victims of genocide, cities incinerated, the world map ruthlessly rewritten. The origin of Hitler's hatred is not clear. However, Hitler's anti-Semitism was becoming increasingly radical. He blamed the Jews for everything that was wrong in the world and compared the Jews to Germans. He knew that he had to convey people with his ideas. So, he argued for an anti-Semitism of the mind. Obviously, he had to be legal if he wanted to remove the Jews. Hitler created a stereotypical enemy against the Jews. He won the elections with the promise to make Germany economically strong again. When he came to the power, the laws and measures against the Jews increased, and in that in the murder of six million European Jews. As you know, the life of the Jews who struggled to survive was not easy. Their freedom disappeared. Exactly. And Fran, in her book, tells us how have to live these people under the new German laws. In a fragment of the book, she wrote, Jews must wear a yellow shirt. They can only do their shopping in Jewish shops. And they must be indoors by 8 o'clock at night. They must not even sit in their own gardens after that time. Jews cannot visit the theater or the cinema, and their children must go to Jewish schools. I don't know for you, but for me, the Second World War is just an example about what he can do. However, and always believe that despite of everything, People are really good at the heart. It is really difficult to understand how those radical ideas mean the murder at millions of Jews. Why anyone did something to protect the Jews' lives? Why the Germans decided to follow Hitler's ideas? of Anne Frank was unique in many ways. Most of the Dutch were too afraid of German terror and punishment to aid those in hiding. 
and most couldn't be sure that their neighbors could be trusted. Most Jewish families were broken up as children were sent away by themselves into hiding, and people had to move from place to place to escape detection. And then, after the war, most Dutch Jews came back to a society that was largely indifferent or cruelly hostile to what the Jewish people had suffered. That's totally true, Michelle. If you think about that, you notice that actually, it is so much easier to look away from victims. It is, after all, awkward troublesome to be involved in another person's pain and despair. Of course, Andrea. For the person who is indifferent, his or her neighbor are of no consequence, and therefore their lives are meaningless. Indifference, after all, is more dangerous than anger and hatred. Jewish people were victims of the indifference. However, there were many others who were not indifferent, who took risks, who opened their doors, Good people who did what they felt they had to do without thinking, because they took enormous risks. The punishment for hiding a Jew, even a child, a baby, an old man, was execution by firing a squad. As you said, Michelle, there were some people who opened their doors to help the Jews, but most were indifferent, most were fascist, but fortunately, And Fiane and her family had the opportunity to be helped and lived in hiding for two years. Yes, Angie, two long years. And despite the lockdown and uncertainty in the secret annex, Anne Frank always knew that she and her family were luckier than millions of people because the annex was quiet and safe and they had money to buy food. All they could do was wait patiently until the war was over. Aunt Frank reflects the familiar personal fears and frustrations. She believed in hope, but also in real danger. About humanity, she is not indifferent and feels sorry for the situations of other Jews. She argued that despite everything, she didn't think of all the misery, but of the beauty that still remains which is almost inconceivable to believe in that time, in one of the world's worst humanity has ever suffered. Consequently, during the Second World War, many people had to follow different roles with the purpose of trying to survive in the worst moment of their lives. Day by day, they had to be exposed to the endless pressure from the Germans with the fear that maybe one day someone could find them, because they knew that the day that it happens will be the end of all of them. They were asking themselves why. Why was this happening to them? Because of their religion? Different thoughts and stereotypes of society? Why was society against them? And why Hitler, being a Jewish too, was promoting a war attacking them? Evidently, they had to live with the pressure of being people with Jewish blood. They always will be different. They always will be discriminated and rejected from the society. And they knew that they always had to be a lower race. Or at least, while the war lasted. Being subdued to different experiments for science, 
to do different things in the concentration camps or in most of cases to death. Yes, Danny. In the case of Anne Frank, her family and relatives in the annex every day had to suffer pressure from the Germans, stopping their normal life and planning many strategies to be safe. Guys, and more than hiding themselves, they felt pressure because they couldn't say or do anything to change something to stop the war, or at least to have freedom. They felt pressure because they knew that they couldn't help other Jews that had been captured by the Germans. In that moment, their only election was to be quiet in the secret annex, with the impotence of can do something, keeping hopes and waiting that the war finished soon. On the other hand, it must be observed how counterproductive it can be to take these issues to the extreme, be it hatred, indifference, or obedience. In the latter case, at the sociocultural level, obedience is known as a positive value. However, we must take into account the kinds of orders that we are willing to follow. That is, we must bear in mind that obedience is not synonymous with morality. In the history of World War II, everyone knows that obedience on the part of the armies turned out to be a terrible act, which took the lives of thousands of people. Yes, Andrea. Among them was the life of Anne Frank, who dreamed of a different future, and through her diary she let us see the Holocaust lived in her own flesh for around two years. Exactly. Her life was one of many that were taken by war. But have you ever wondered why people followed all these orders, no matter how terrible they were? A possible answer for that is that, as you know, before and during the Second World War, Hitler was popularly supported and accepted. But more than that, according to many statements by famous politicians of that time, Hitler was seen as an envoy of God. So he was seen in a certain way as a divine being which was idolized by many. Therefore, his actions and decisions were morally correct for everyone who supported him, regardless of whether this ended the life of the majority of the Jewish population. But, Andrea, it should be clarified that not all Germans agreed with his decisions. That's right, Daniela. As an example of that, Anne states in a fragment of her diary that she heard a news story in which one of Hitler's allies tries to assassinate him. It demonstrated that many Germans were already tired of committing so many crimes under Hitler's command. However, the problem was not only the crimes committed, but also whoever dared to help a Jew or disobey any rule during the Holocaust risked dying in a concentration camp like the rest of the Jews, or probably to be shot after refusing to carry out an order. Yes, guys, the above shows us once again that obedience in this and many historical cases in the world doesn't mean doing the right thing, since on many occasions behind the ideals of people like Hitler, Crimes and cold-blooded murders become socially accepted, 
despite the fact that this indebt the lives of thousands of innocent people. So, when we talk about victims of the Holocaust, it strips them of their essential humanity. It erases the fact that they were regular people leading regular lives. They deserve to be remembered as full human beings. What could be better than to view that era through the mind and eyes and in the words of a girl who wanted us to know who was she and what happened to her? And what could be more meaningful than the story of a girl who wanted to grow up, to become a writer, to lead a full and normal life, and was prevented from doing so by the forces of prejudice and hatred? And Andrea and everyone, what could be more practical than to learn the history of the world in which we live? The history that has made us who we are and to learn that this history happened not to anonymous masses, but to individuals much like ourselves and our children. This is what we must teach young people, not to be indifferent, but take part. We are all different but equal. If you see injustice being done, speak out. Try to help. So, okay, friends, that's all for this episode. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast about this very important topic that we shouldn't forget. Thanks for listening. See you in the next program. Bye-bye.